the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Yes, indeed, it is. It's a woman's world on this Friday Eve. Thank Jesus. Yes. And thank you all for joining me tonight as we roll in into this weekend. I got great, great uh, topics for you guys tonight. Got uh, Kevin Kiley is going to be back with me. He is my favorite California State Assemblyman and who's also running for Congress. And he's here to share with you guys the latest. Guess which crazy commie California bill that's been pulled back. By the crazy communists here. I'm super excited to share this story with you guys. So stay tuned for that. That's a little bit later on in the show. Uh, Joe Biden, y'all know he's pushing for more money for more shots coming up. Well, guess what shocking shot revelations related to the Pfizer and the Moderna shots were revealed today by Naomi Wolf. So we got to share that information with y'all. You want to stay tuned for that. And guess what Congresswoman was cussing out her constituents in L.A.? Couple of days ago. Wait till y'all hear that clip coming up a little bit later. But hey, we want to hear from you any time of day or night. 888-344-1170. If you want to weigh in on this topic, or any of these topics or more, give us a call here. If there's anything on your mind, we would love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. And the man who would take your calls, my sidekick every night of the week. It may be a woman's world here on the AK show, but he is a proud man over there because we keep true to the genders here. It's DJ Potato Skins. And only the very courageous will be able to keep alive the spirit of individualism and dissent, which gave birth to this nation. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. is all woman. I'm all man. We're here. We're greasing the tracks. Ready for two hours starting next week, Andrea. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's gonna, Six to eight, baby. That's right. Six to eight p.m. Can y'all handle two hours of AK? Oh, conservative. Man, but liberal <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, I'm glad we started out talking about uh, gender, talking about it's a woman's world and a man's world, because let me tell you, there's never going to be a time here on the AK show in which we start pushing out words like cisgender and non-binary. Let me tell you, I tweeted out today, and this is related to my top story that I'm about to, to share with you guys. There is only male or female. There is only man or woman. There is only he or she. And some people started playing with me today going, there's, you know, I said, Monsieur and Mademoiselle, Monsieur and Madame. And then it, then it got kind of fun and people were having some fun with it. Lads and lassies. And yeah, but yeah, it's male or female. And one of the things I said, follow me here as I connect the dots. I've got a story of a medical student that inflicted harm on a patient what does that, if you've heard about this, this story. This blew my mind. Yeah. What's, what does that have to do with Will Smith? 
Well, what I said about Will Smith, because I had a lot of him slapping Chris Rock, I had a lot of people, and I'm going to share y'all the details of that story in a moment with this medical student. One of the things I had a lot of conservatives saying to me, oh, who cares? He's an actor. It's just, you know, Hollywood. It's the Oscars. Who cares? And I said, one of the reasons why, and I've already done that story ad nauseum, but but when I read this story about this medical student, it reminded me of what I said a couple nights ago on the show. I said, if Will Smith can get away with smacking a comedian in the mouth because of something he doesn't like, then what's, I might've said this last night. I said, somebody who doesn't like, uh, uh, somebody who says that they believe, uh, that a man is a man, no matter what surgery they've gone through, you know, whatever can be smacked in the mouth. Right. Because that's because it's a continuation. It opens the floodgates on all. It it. opens the floodgates on the left feeling those in the left putting forth the notion that if they don't like something that you've said, that they can inflict physical harm on you. And we have a story to me. This should be far greater news on all the all the networks than any play that it's gotten. There is a um, North Carolina medical student at Wake Forest University, who's a trans rights activist who bragged on social media that she deliberately injured a patient because the patient, she was wearing, what was happening was she was wearing a badge that had her pronouns on it. And he made a comment about her pronouns. And so she jokes, and here's what she tweets out. She says, I had a patient I was doing a blood draw on, see my pronoun pin, and loudly laugh to the staff. She, her? Well, of course it is. What other pronouns are there? It? I missed his vein, so he had to get stuck twice. Wow. That's sick. It is sick. Let's think about this for a minute. We have a med student here. And Wake Forest University says they're aware of the incident and um, they're they are, quote, taking measures to address this with the student taking measures. No, they should be fired. Well, isn't there something called the Hippocratic Oath? Don't they swear? Do no harm. First, do no harm. So this woman intentionally inflicted. This isn't even malpractice in in the form of getting something wrong. Right. Where, you know, cases to where somebody, you know. You know, amputates the wrong limb here, takes out the wrong kidney. She inflicted harm on a patient. Missed the vein on purpose. On purpose. Intended to flick harm. This is somebody that has no business being considered in any way somebody that should be having anything to do with any patients, anything related to the healthcare system, let alone being a doctor. Because there's lots of ways in which you can interact with patients in the healthcare system. I wouldn't want this person uh, being a vet tech and having any interaction with my dog, let alone treating patients. And y'all know, I've talked about it many times in the past. I spent 10 years helping to train med students. I no can't, one near life. I can't imagine that this, and I, and part of my training, part of what I did was I helped correct um, them. I was part of the team that helped it, it go through a corrective action and help retrain them if they failed, right? And to think that this is, that this person is being allowed to continue and is possibly going to be a doctor. But here's what else I was shocked by in this story. How do we have a medical system, a medical student preparing to be a doctor who's wearing pronoun pins? Do they not teach anymore in these med schools? They did when I was there. Do they not teach anymore in these med schools that there is something called science? And gender? And let's think about this for a moment. Think about the the retaliatory action here by this person. I think 
that it was provocative of her. Even if I can get past the fact that this future doctor believes that you can choose your gender. Think about the provocative action of this pronoun. But also, Andrea, aren't they there to just provide care? I mean, that, that they shouldn't be flaunting whatever their political beliefs are on that anyway. Well, the, I'm glad you brought that up because the reason why this person is doing it is because this person is a, quote, trans rights activist. She's published an essay arguing against the so-called bathroom bill that sought to require individuals to use public restrooms corresponding to their gender. And according to this article, their gender assigned at birth. Gender is not assigned at birth. Even the Daily Mail that put this article out is cooperating in the psychosis that is involved here. Look, I, I and I've said this many times before, I took a lot of heat from conservatives that I interviewed Caitlyn Jenner. I said, look, if you're an adult, you know, I, I don't care what you how you live your life, change your name, you know, go through whatever surgery, America. have your Adam's apple, you know, shaved down. People got, came at me because I was polite to Caitlyn Jenner. Of course, I'm polite to Caitlyn Jenner, but I didn't refer to Caitlyn Jenner as a she. I didn't tell Caitlyn Jenner that Bruce Jenner is now a woman because Bruce Jenner is not now a woman to me. Okay, Bruce Jenner can call himself Caitlyn all day long. And I'm happy, by the way, Caitlyn, my offer still extends to help you with some makeup and some hair advice. Okay, because hey, nobody wants to see anybody going around with a bad wig, no matter who you are. That offer still stands, my friend. But uh, but uh, (laughs) so I don't care how an adult wants to live their life. But we were talking. This is also not just related to the Will Smith story that the left has been emboldened that they get to physically attack somebody with whom they disagree. And if the Republican Party and others had had done more to push back against the Black Lives Matter and Antifa that were throwing cement milkshakes at people like Andy No, we might not now have a med student, a Will Smith thinking he can slap somebody, and a medical student thinking that, that first of all, there is such a thing as a gender choice, and that they've got the right to physically harm a patient because a patient did not did not cooperate in, or, and did not validate and did not participate in her opinion. So now we've got a med student that's literally physically harming a patient because of, a, of an opinion. This, this person who's this med student who's a trans rights activist who has since, um, by the way, gotten rid of all of her social media uh, sites. She is a leader for something called Safe Zone in Medicine, in which is, according to her, an organization run by healthcare trainees whose goal is to educate health professionals about the needs and disparities in the LBGTQ healthcare. So we've got students, trainees, organized in order to try to push up and punch up at healthcare trained doctors and organizations to go along with their gender conversion therapy program. So that takes uh, precedence above the Hippocratic Oath, Andrea? Evidently it does. And this other, she was actually communicating and tweeting with another doctor who um, had tweeted out about uh, how she handles, quote, transphobia. And this is a doctor out of Ghana, Ghanaian American physician, uh, Shirley Obuabi, who said this is who tweets how she addresses transphobia. My badge has had she her pronouns for a year. I'm cis and I wear it to help my patients and colleagues who fall under the trans umbrella feel a little more comfy in the last 
last few weeks, several cis patients have berated me for it. So yeah, because right now the only people that that are in that I guess according to these people and what they're trying to force amongst the rest of the healthcare community is that the only people that need to be made comfy are those that have the mental illness that is to think that there is a choice in gender and the mental illness that is involved in gender dysphoria. They're trying to normalize. They're trying to take over just like Disney. I was just going to say, how is this any different from the Disney headlines? It's not. It's exactly the same. You've got these Disney executives saying with the, particularly the one that we played last night, who's got multiple kids. How does that happen? That are transgender. Oh, they don't want to say prince or princess. Right. So we've got this Disney executive last night who's saying, I've got a trans kid. I've got a pansexual kid. I've got a gay kid. I've got all these kids. So now I'm demanding that Disney have at least 50% of their characters LB GTQIA. So somebody who said that this is gender dysphoria um, conversion therapy on the country, Disney's trying to do it at the children level. This person's trying to do it with their organization at the medical level. And you know what? I'm not hearing anything from the, uh, the AMA pushing back against this. None. We've had the AMA joining in and changing their position uh, from a pediatric standpoint, now approving children being put on puberty blockers. And and, and think about that for a moment. The intervention to stop a child from going through puberty is a part of, of gender dysphoria, gender dysphoria conversion therapy in this country. So this is also a story. This, this is the kind of story that people read and they think that it's just some crazy med student skins and they don't think about the far reaching implications of it, right? Kind of like when, uh, we tell a story of something, some crazy story about, uh, tyranny happening at some local city level and we say, hey, you got to pay attention to this because if, if this is where it's with the left, it always starts in some little, some little area with one little person and conservatives think it's just some, some, one-off some crazy person and then it expands and then 10 years later we got a problem we have a serious problem not just the the republican party didn't push back i talked about it last on last night's show that five years ago i was warning locally the republican party about this lbgtq transgender push movement that was happening and nobody wanted to pay attention to it and now it's everywhere it's disney it's med students it's our medical field it's our schools and now it's a real problem it, it, and now we've got children that have already been been mutilated already been converted and pushed into transgenderism the numbers are skyrocketing there was a time in which it were with the transgender community represent, represented less than half of one percent and now it's up and up and up and well, up like you were saying yesterday about the uh, about the uh, spokesperson for disney how else are all you know all of her multiple children coming up with these 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 notions as kids unless she's pushing it in the home children do not know what pansexual is unless they're told what pansexual is children do not know what cisgender is unless they're told what cisgender is children don't know about any of this unless they're they're brainwashed into it and if you can and if you can brainwash your child into into thinking that you know broccoli tastes good then you can brainwash i'm making a joke but i mean you you can that's the actually the job of the parent right which is to mold your child 
mold to mold them and from your from your your values and your principles but how you want to if you lady want to raise multiple transgender children and pansexual children in your home there's nothing i can do about it but then you're trying to push, force it on everybody else and that's the problem we got to take a break we come back we're going to continue talking about medical tyranny but in but there's breaking news in regards to another form of medical tyranny which has to do with these shots and covid and some breaking news with joe biden as well as the pfizer shots so more andrea k show coming up 888-344-1170 you're listening to the andrea k show on the answer san diego Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Rolling into this Friday, tomorrow's Friday, tonight's Friday Eve. Glad to have you guys here with me. 888-344-1170 if you want to give us a buzz here. Hey, have y'all heard the latest? Joe's trying to, he's trying to get some goodwill going into these midterms. He's worried about them poll numbers where I think his approval rating at this point is high 30s. And I'm wondering who the, who's the 38 percent of this country think he's doing a good job. So then he decides that he's going to come out. And get some goodwill by talking about spending more money on COVID shots. But I'm going to play a little clip of him and then then uh, stay tuned because after you hear that, I've got some shocking revelations about the latest out of that Pfizer 55,000 pages of reports that came out for the shots. But I want you to hear what Biden had to say first. Without more funding, we'll start to run out of them by the end of May, the end of May. We've also had to scale back our plan to purchase more preventive therapies for Americans who are immunocompromised, critical tools to protect the most vulnerable among us. Without more funding, we risk running out of the supply by this fall. The same is true of testing. It took months to ramp up our testing capacity. The Omicron, we saw how vital and with Omicron, we saw how vital it was. And we have enough tests on hand to weather the surge. Without funding, we're not going to be able to sustain the testing capacity beyond the month of June. And if we fail to invest, we leave ourselves vulnerable if another wave of the virus hits. Look, on vaccines and most important tool in this fight, we're also running a risk. Yesterday, the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, and the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, authorized the fourth shot for those 50 years and older. We know boosters are critical to providing an additional level of protection. That's why I plan to get my second booster today, uh, right here after I'm done speaking. If you haven't gotten your first booster, please don't wait. Do it today. Those who are 50 and older, as well as those who are immunocompromised, can now get get even more protection than they have from the initial uh, first doses. We have enough supply to give booster shots to those newly eligible individuals. But if Congress fails to act, we won't have the supply we need this fall to ensure the shots are available free, easily accessible for all Americans. Even worse, if we need a different vaccine for the future to combat a new variant, we're not going to have enough money to purchase it. We cannot allow that to happen. Congress, we need to secure additional supply now. Now, we can't wait until we find ourselves in the midst of another surge to act. It'll be too late. And we also need this this funding to continue our efforts to vaccinate the world. 
Wow. Um, uh, this is one time, uh, this is one of the many times in which I say, Congress, please do not act. Okay. I mean, because every time Congress acts and tries to help help us, uh, we end up paying the price for it, right? I mean, best thing they could do would be nothing. Right. I mean, it's like Reagan always said, you know, the worst word you can ever hear is that I'm the government and I'm coming to help you, right? Their help for us with the virus is d- d- tanked of what is a five na- uh, now a $5 trillion a year economy, destroyed entire industries, destroyed lives, and killed Americans. They literally killed Americans by denying proven therapeutics so that they could push these shots on people and make the entire human race around the world guinea pigs, right? And he still wants to vaccinate the world. And he still wants to vaccinate the world. And now he's talking about a different vaccine. The vaccines they already pushed out and pushed out on the world without proper testing and then hid the data on it with the FDA going to, to the courts and asking to not have to release the data for 75 years was to try to withhold the truth about these shots from the American people. And thank goodness we had one judge who said, oh no, you ain't getting to take 75 years to release this data to the American people. We got something in this country called informed consent and that was denied the american people and fortunately we've got some people like naomi wolf and others who have poured through the fifty-five thousand pages to bring you the truth about these shots here's a and one of the things that she mentioned today i saw her on uh uh, TV given an interview. She's combed through the documents. One of the things that she said that she has discovered is that the plan was for six shots so when they first started telling you that you were going to be one and done and that these shots were going to stop you from getting it and giving it, they were lying. They knew from the jump that these were never going to be one and done. They knew that they were always going to plan for you to get at least six shots. After the first dose, there's adverse reactions she's broken down between Pfizer and Moderna. And you'll notice, and this is after the first dose, but I didn't get the time frame for this. After the first dose, Pfizer had 145,864 adverse reactions. Moderna had two, which is the mRNA, had 236,316 more adverse reactions. And she went on to explain that she thinks it's because the Moderna had 100, included 100 milligrams of the substance versus Pfizer had 30 milligrams per dose. So the Moderna was far more potent. And in the Moderna shot, it has these little particles that actually go into your bloodstream. And then from there, it goes directly into your bloodstream. Then from there into your lymph system, your liver, your spleen, and your ovaries is where it concentrates. She broke down um, some of the disorders that they have documented. And this is according to Pfizer. Blood and lymphatic system disorders. Now, your lymph system is, is, is really important to your body, right? Your lymph, blood and lymphatic system disorders. And this is your entire lymph system. And you know that if you, if they think you've got cancer or, or you get diagnosed with cancer, the first thing they look for is your, has it gone into your lymph system? Because if it goes into your lymphatic system, you got a problem there, you got a problem everywhere. And it's bad. 4.7% of all people who get the shot will have a blood or lymphatic system disorder. 
And see, and how they can tell me I need that, Andrea, I must get I'm a cancer survivor, and I want to put that in my system and have yeah. my lymph system, uh, you know, dwindled? No, Look, thank you. I'm no mathematician, but you think about them trying to get 330 million Americans to get the shot. What's, what's round up, what's 5% of 330 million people going to end up with a lymphatic system disorder? Cardiac disorders, 2.6%. There's something called pyrexia, 18.2%. Do you know what pyrexia is? I was going to ask you. I haven't heard of it. It is dangerously high fevers. So fever spikes, and you can die from a high fever. My dad almost died from a high He had 103 or 104 fever at one point, and he became delirious. And um, See, These are the numbers they didn't want people to hear. I mean, 200 plus thousand from Moderna alone. They are forcing these shots on people through mandates, through coercion that if you don't get it, um, you can't go to, you know, uh, visit your kid in school. Your kid can't go in school. You can't go to, uh, you know, into a restaurant. You can't you can't participate in life. And, and with when leg- legally we are required to be given informed consent. Yet they forced it on people and they 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 turned they, they hid the stuff purposefully. Well, this is and I agree with Naomi Wolf when she says this is the greatest crime against humanity. They needed to do like if you see an ad for a drug like Trifexa or whatever it is that I see all day runs every. You hear all the side. You effects. hear all the side effects, and basically they're telling you, look, if you want to take a chance on taking it, you're in it. You've got you. It's informed consent. You take it, right? And that's why I'm always bothered too. Then if I see some class action lawsuit where people took a drug, they knew how to side effect, right? I mean that you you've been informed as a consumer, right? In this case, not only were we not given informed consent, it the information was withheld from us. As people were being pressured, coerced, and forced to be injected on with purpose. it. On purpose. On purpose. And they're, now they're trying to even for, force it on pregnant women when I already reported. Last night, I think it was, that the CDC was forced to admit that they were telling, saying that the deaths of children, uh, they, uh, they, they did no studies of that. Um, they've also done no studies, I reported previously, that Pfizer did not do any studies of pregnant women, yet they were telling pregnant women that it was safe to take the comernity label itself which is the pfizer shot on on the label says it was not tested on pregnant women and yet the cdc is telling people telling pregnant women that they need to take it pregnant women are not supposed to drink a cup of coffee yet they're being pressured and forced particularly if they're employees and still if they're workers of the federal government and in the military that they have to take these shots this is a crime against humanity speaking of mandates we're going to take a break. California has had uh, uh, some of the craziest mandates with different, a variety of different assembly bills all around COVID and COVID mandates. And coming up after the break, we're going to have Kevin Kiley with us because guess there's a couple of these uh, crazy commie bills that have been withdrawn by the Democrats. Which ones? And are they gone for good? We're going to ask Kevin Kiley when we come back. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show, 888-344-1170. What congresswoman got busted on camera cussing out her constituents? A little bit later on in the show, we're going to bring that story to you. Um, but first, we've got a guy who's running for Congress, actually, even though he's our favorite uh, state assemblywoman. <laughs> 
<laughs> Assembly man. Y'all know we keep it straight on the genders here on the Andrea K Show. Our favorite California Assembly man, Kevin Kiley, and he joins me now. Hello, Kevin Kiley. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Hey, Andrea. Thanks for having me on. How you doing? Well, I'm great, thanks. And I, I'm glad I wanted to have you on tonight because there was this group of California commie crazy bills all centered around COVID mandates because even though Joe Biden, you know, every states, everybody was talking about how restrictions were easing. It was like not so fast. Not that it ain't easing here in California. In fact, these California commies are doubling down and there was a whole bunch of bills surrounding that that they were putting forth. One's already been pulled back, maybe even a second. So I wanted you to speak to that. I think the first one that was pulled back was 1993. Tell everybody about that one and why it was pulled back and where it stands. Yeah, so 1993 was this just unbelievably radical uh, bill that would have forced every business to uh, mandate proof of vaccination for their employees and independent contractors. Uh, the author, uh, you know, uh, ultimately uh, a couple of days ago announced that she would not be moving the bill forward. And I think this is in large part because so many people spoke out and made their voices heard. And so, uh, you know, as corrupt as our capital is, uh, when you fight back, you can actually make a difference. So I just want to thank everyone who was involved in that fight. That's a great point, because we think that we have no power. We, when things get as bad as they've gotten, Kevin Kiley, around the state, particularly after COVID, the, the a gross abuse of power by Gavin Newsom, as well as county supervisors like Nathan Fletcher here in San Diego that just Gavin Newsom bragged Kevin Kiley that he, he had California on a dimmer switch and they could just move it up and down and just pick one day to the next whether or not you could open your business. And I think so many residents have just gotten so beaten down just feeling like thinking, well, we thought we were going to get him recalled and then he didn't. And just you start to feel like you have no power. And we really do, because one of the things I think that could maybe be, tell me if I'm wrong, but it could be a lesson of that when that that they want to be reelected. Right. And they want to continue to get campaign dollars. And at least that's my impression of why when we speak up, we can get results. Right. Uh, yes, exactly. I mean, the uh, the, the politicians uh, are very insulated and they don't like serving the public in Sacramento. But, you know, when the uh, the pushback gets strong enough, then even they have to take notice. And I think that, uh, you know, with this bill, it was just such an outrage from the beginning. And so many people, uh, you know, raised uh, such concerns so strongly uh, that at some point the author really, uh, you know, just realized that she would not have the support to move the bill forward. What about the other one that was um, that had to do with defunding the police for not enforcing mask mandates? What happened with that one? Well, that one is still in the mix. They're going to hear it next week, it looks like. Um, the hearing just got delayed by a week. Uh, so, I mean, that is truly uh, an unbelievable bill, <laughs> you know. We're going to uh, defund police departments uh, that don't enforce mask mandates or other public health orders. It's just uh, it's just a total farce. It's like the the very uh, most farcical uh, positions of the of the sort of far progressive left uh, melded into one bill. Was it just mask mandates? You said mask mandates or any other public health order? Yeah, any public health order. Wow. So this is just basically turning our police force that are supposed to be out there protecting us from rapists, um, protecting, you know, business, you know, businesses from the smash and grabs, uh, you know, um, stopping bad guys, you know, arresting people that that committed crimes. Now, that's all well, you know, smash and grabs are still happening all across the state. We've got, you know, uh, people being let out. 
uh, committing crimes right and left. But the real criminals now are anybody that doesn't want to wear a mask or comply with some medical tyranny, right? That's right. Actual crimes uh, go, you know, uh, un, uh, unaddressed, uh, whereas law-abiding citizens are harassed and, uh, and targeted. Uh, that's kind of the sort of, uh, you know, combination of authoritarianism and, and anarchy that has, has taken root in this state in the last couple of years, and it's uh, precisely the opposite of the way it should be. Well, yeah, and I think that there was – who was the sheriff for East County? I think it was San Bernardino area who said, you know, I'm not going to be – that that might have had to do with his own people being vaccinated. Uh, no, it, he said he wasn't going to – he wasn't going to lose half of a certain percentage of his force with these with these mandates. But he also said he wasn't going to be – I think he was the same sheriff who also said, I'm not going to be using my police – my sheriff's department to go around enforcing this when we've got other real crimes that are taking place. And I think that, that – response from other sheriffs and police departments that didn't want to do this, I guess the only way that they could try to make this happen is by take money away from them. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. How do you see this playing out? Uh, I don't know. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, pushback against this one as well. And so the author is going to have a real uh, a hard time getting it all the way through the process. But, you know, uh, in our legislature, nothing surprises me anymore. So we need to be prepared uh, to fight this each step of the way. Well, it also goes to show that the, 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 and this is what I said from the beginning. I had so many people angry at me, even conservatives, when I did not support the 14 days to flatten the curve, when I didn't support any mandate whatsoever. I said it's a slippery slope. First of all, the data isn't there from a science standpoint to justify it. And second of all, we are never going to get our freedoms back. Once you hand them over to somebody, you're never going to get it back. And the long-term play is, do we still have the emergency? We still have the emergency uh, declaration in the state to California. It's going to stay with us in perpetuity because they figured out that even conservatives will comply if it's in the name of healthcare, right? And now, you know, it, it look, it's looking like it's here to stay, even though we're clearly in an endemic situation, aren't we? Uh, that's right. And, uh, you know, that's so revealing uh, is that even Newsom says this is an endemic situation. And yet, he wants to have emergency powers. He wants to continue the state of emergency. Uh, he wants to, he's even said as much, he wants to create a new normal uh, that apparently involves, uh, you know, uh, having all powers of the state uh, vested in his hands. Uh, so uh, I think that though Californians uh, are not looking for that, I think Californians are fed up uh, with the direction of this state. They're fed up with uh, having the least uh, amount of freedom and liberty of any state. And I think, uh, you know, that uh, the people across the state, regardless of the party, are demanding major changes. There was also another bill, and I don't know that it was controversial, that I think has been pulled back. And I don't know if this was a, had anything to do with the shots or not, because, the, but, but, you know, the, the leftists can make anything be about COVID and for your pr- protection, right? They could take the COVID and expand it into any area that they want under the guise of COVID, right? And, and this was the bill requiring parents to report guns to school officials. I guess this, right. it comes under the guise of public health, right? What, tell everybody what this bill was about and where it stands. Well, that bill actually uh, is dead. It was defeated in committee yesterday, but uh, the fact that it was even introduced uh, is pretty incredible. This would have required uh, any parent or a, who is a gun owner to actually go and report to school officials what guns they own, where they're stored, whatever, you know, uh, safety precautions they have in place. Like, 
uh, just uh, disclose all of this information uh, to the school district. It's an absolutely absurd concept. Well, it's it, it again. Uh, you know, it's under the guise of public health. They're going to be doing everything that they can to seize control over our lives. Right? They were able to do that with COVID. Right? They were able to seize control over our business, our bodies. They managed to get the American people think that think the government has the right to tell you when you can even walk out of your own home. So of course they're going to feel like they've got the right to t- to tell you that you've got to report to schools whether or not you've got guns because they. You you know, they 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 desperately want to get our Second Amendment rights taken away from us. Tell everybody quickly before we got to go about your congressional race. Yeah, so I'm running for Congress. I want to make sure that the, all these uh, you know radical, corrupt policies that are ruining California uh, don't ruin the country as well. Because that's the direction the Biden administration is taking us. And so, uh, yeah, if you want to learn about my campaign, you can check out electkevinkiley.com. Uh, K-I-L-E-Y. That's my last name, Kevin Kiley. Electkevinkiley.com. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you for all you do for freedom. Look, you have fought more in this state than I think anybody to stop the, you know, the authoritarianism, totalitarianism. And I, I wanted to, I know like the, the gun bill, you know, was pulled and so was the 1993. But I wanted to share a little good news to the people that if you push back, right, if we speak up, you know, we got to, we've got to give the winds a little attention as much as is sounding the alarm over the bad news and, and the crazy stuff that's happening. So it's, I'm just glad tonight to report that 1993, which was the shot mandates on on every worker is gone. And so is the demand that parents report whatever guns they have to school officials like these crazy school unions that held our kids hostage now for two years. Got a right to know whether you got a gun in your home. Kevin Kylie, that's insane. It absolutely is. So I appreciate you sharing the good news as well, because I think there's going to be more of it. And uh, thank you for uh, for your efforts to spread uh, the truth one way or the other. That's right. Well, thank you, Kevin. Take good care. Thanks. Good to be with you. You too. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned because we had a congresswoman who actually got caught on camera cussing out some constituents that were homeless. It's it's almost too crazy to believe. But come on back and we'll share it with you. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram at Andrea K Show, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. A.K. Dynamite in a dress. Or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. <laughs> There's so many other things you can call me. So many great names. You, I've been called so many fun things in my life. My favorite nickname of all was The Bulldog. Because when I was in sales, they said if I sunk my teeth into somebody, nobody could shake me off. I'm kind of the same way with my political views, right? Yeah, let me tell y'all. It, let me tell you what healthcare workers out there. If I ever go in and somebody's going to draw blood on me and you poke me twice, man, it's going to be on. Okay. Um, let's talk about Maxine Waters. Okay. Mad Max was at an event with homeless people. And it kind of went awry for Mad Max. Listen to this. Another, another location where they're taking F. Is there any more locations than this one? It might have been There's so many people out here. One minute. I want everybody to go home. And I want We don't got no home. That's why we're here. Ms. Mac, let me talk. Ms. Waters, can you home? We got to go to. That's the moment. Nothing is going to happen anymore today. 
but I, what we gotta, well, that's what we gotta do. That's why I'm here, and so I will be downtown with Lassa. I will get the housing authority. That's why they came out here today. I made them come out here, and I'm gonna go. And you need to know why they they're failing because Blanca Jimenez repeated. We gave her several meeting requests for you concerning this in Lassa for years. There's nobody in Washington who works for their people in oh did y'all hear that did y'all okay so let me set the stage for what happens mad max maxine waters who's almost never in her district right decides she's going to go to this homeless event right with lasco which is the la housing authority and put on some big show well she didn't expect that the homeless community was there actually thinking that they's going to find a home okay which is exactly Exactly what they thought. They had been told that there were vouchers, that if they went, they were going to get a voucher and actually get a roof over their head. So then Mad Max comes out there and tells them, y'all need to go on home. Only to have them shout back at her, what do you mean go home? We ain't got no home. That's why we're here. And then when they continue to press her, she gets so angry at them that she ends up cussing them out and saying to them, there's nobody in Washington who works blanking harder than I do. What? One of the women that showed up there for this homeless event is a disabled veteran who had nowhere to go. This is what you saw, and I want you guys to Google this, and I know the audio and radio wasn't that great, but this is actually a very serious story, and I want you to Google it and see the anger that Mad Max was showing these constituents and for whatever reason, I know that the, that so many homeless people in the state of California are drug addicts and many of the homeless are mentally ill. But there's also a lot of homeless in this state of California because they can't afford $3,000 a month for a one-bedroom apartment. There's a lot of homeless in the state of California that are disabled veterans that aren't getting enough money from the federal government or support from the VA to be able to afford a home. And she's so, so... um what's the term it's so out of touch with her constituents that she's at a homeless event and tells them to go home. And then she's got the gall to get angry at them and cuss them out when they're asking for help. Wow. How this world, how, how in the world that this woman has continued to be reelected and has been in Congress for 45 years astounds me. That video should be on loop all day, every day, everywhere on every media outlet to show the truth to the Democrat voters. It actually, now now she's in Congress and Gavin Newsom is governor, but it makes you scratch your head how Gavin Newsom was able to survive the recall. How is this woman able to get reelected and be in Congress for 45 years? Democrats, wake up. This woman's telling a group of homeless people, she's cussing out homeless people, and you think Democrats care about you? You think Democrats care about homeless people? You think Democrats care about poor people? You think she's in it to care about you? She got in their faces. Use the F word. Drop the F bomb on these people. That's the real Mad Max. That's the real Democrat Party. They're in it for themselves. They're in it to line their own pockets. They're in it to expand the roof line and the, and the size of their mansions. They're not in it to put a roof over your head. And if that was a Republican skins cussing out some homeless people, what do you think would happen? Be calling for his resignation the next day. Don't you think it'd be all over the media tonight? Would be. I don't see anywhere on the TVs. In there. It ain't on any of my monitors. 
No. No, it's not. Wow, it's crazy. All right, so tomorrow's Friday Fun Day. Of course, we're going to have Bob Walters with his education segment. We're going to have Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. All right, and uh, we're also going to continue to uh, share whatever the hot topics are, but we want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Our 24-hour call-in line is 844-814-5227. Give us a call. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.